If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host of The Closing Argument. In this podcast, we will discuss some important and controversial issues that affect us and our families today. Uh, Some of the things we discuss are not politically correct, but they're very important. And so we will discuss them. Today, for my guest, I have uh, Rodney from New Windsor. How are you doing, Rodney? I'm doing okay. Good, good. So today we're going to talk about the 80-year-old grandma from Washington State who is kicked out of the YMCA. Some of you may have heard of this. This is It happened on August 15th, uh, and uh, I've heard some discussion on TV, but there's some an important aspect of this that I have not heard discussed uh, publicly, and I want to bring to your attention. So again, the, the story here is, in a YMCA in in Washington, uh, let's see what town was that in? I don't remember. It was Oh Port Townsend, Washington. An eighty year old woman, Julie Jamin, was in the uh, re- dressing room, the women's dressing room, at this YMCA, and she saw a man uh, looking at s- some girls who were uh, taking their bathing suits off. And uh, she didn't think that was appropriate and, and went up to the man and and actually she she asked him, are you a man? And he said hey, it was none of her business. And he said she told him to get out of here right now. Now, the guy was a an employee of the YMCA and he was a transgender. And the result of this was grandma was kicked out from the YMCA apparently forever. And I'm guessing she that's fine with her. I don't think she wants to be back. She was trying to defend these, these girls from this man, it appeared to be a man that was peering at them and and that she just was not comfortable with that in a restroom, in a dressing room. Um, now, a, lo- a lot of people, uh, and I'm one of them, say, man, this is terrible. Uh, but frankly, this is an issue that we're we're going to see more of. And I want to explain something here. Now, I, I saw it discussed on TV, but I didn't hear this one part of it mentioned that I'm going to explain to you right now. And that is this. In the year 2000, the Supreme Court decided the case of Bostock versus Clayton County, Georgia. This was a case where a man was, uh, I forget whether he was fired or not hired, because he was gay. And the person who brought the suit brought it under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which act prohibits governments from discriminating based upon race, color, religion, sex, and national origin. Now, if this goes back now a long time, uh, 50, 50 plus years, uh, for years, until the Supreme Court case in 2000, the category sex meant whether you're a man or you're a woman. In this case, in 2000, six of the Supreme Court justices said that sex, that category also includes someone who is, is gay or transgender because sex is involved in both of those definitions. Therefore, they said Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 does prohibit a government 
from firing someone based on his or her um, sexual orientation or gender identity. The uh, justices who uh, voted in favor of, of, of this ruling were the three liberals, uh, four liberals actually at that time, plus uh, uh, Justice Roberts and Justice Gorsuch. The the conservatives who dissented were Judge Alito, Judge Thomas, and Judge Kavanaugh. Now, uh, the, the, the significance of this is basically a majority of the Supreme Court reinterpreted the law. They basically legislated because not only had the statute been interpreted narrowly just to discriminate men and women, they were changing the interpretation. Congress had even talked about but declined to amend the wording to cover the homosexual issue. So this was not something that this this issue was not something that people were not aware of. The, the Congress had specifically understood it one way and declined to expand the language. So as a conservative, this is improper judicial activism because Someone could say, and, and, and I'll say, maybe I'll even agree with them. It's fine to do the, to do the morally right thing and support this gay individual who was fired or, or not hired because of his, he was gay. And, and I would agree that that doesn't make sense. That's not right. But the problem is you don't change the statutes. This, it is not the role of the Supreme Court to say, well, you know, this is the way it ought to be. No, they're supposed to strictly construe it. And so I think the right decision for the court would have been to say, well, I, I sympathize with you and I, and I personally would agree with you that they did it wrong, but, but the statute does not mean what the man said. So, well, what were you going to say? I don't think I would change the statute, but I would, I could see where he might be do some damages because I would assume any employer, I don't know anymore because I've been retired, but I know when we work, we had standards of conduct for, for let's say for everybody, there was no sexual harassment in the workplace, either gay or heterosexual, because that would be considered improper conduct, and you could be terminated from employment if you violated those standards of conduct. So, so what we have here, let me let me explain to people why this is really a big deal. All right, I am involved in Frederick in an organization that provides housing for homeless. So we provide some housing for men and some for women. But this, but this case will present a problem for us if we have an issue like this that should come to pass. Now, uh, if it does, I would, I would still argue that we can still separate the men and the women because I think that this Bostock versus Clayton County case needs to be narrowly construed just to apply to this this um, employment issue. And it doesn't need to mean that we have to no longer have men's and women's restrooms. I don't think the Bostock and Clayton case was intended to do that. But, but I think some people interpret it this way, and I can understand why, because the language of this holding uh could be applied that way. And so I think we're going to be dealing with issue in a case exactly like this is going to come to the Supreme Court someday. I would probably agree with that. And I I don't know why any of our three branches of government would try to play games with what I call science. I mean science is science. 
So, so what you're saying is, you know, if the man if the man has the the, the male parts and the woman has the the female parts, then that's why he's a man and that's why she's a woman. And 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 because they happen to think in their mind, I'm the other. That's not a basis for changing. I mean, that's an objective way to look at it. And that's the way I look at it. And if the and if the places of business, if that's the way they want to have it, anybody can go in for it. It's very simple. You just put on the bathroom unisex or whatever, which means anybody can go into this bathroom and then you have a choice with you, whether you want to go into that bathroom or not. Wow. Well, we, I mean, the issue we're facing today is that even though there is objective criteria for saying I'm a man and someone else is a woman, you now have the, the newest Supreme Court justice who won't answer who a woman is because she recognizes the sensitivity of this issue. And that, to me, is very offensive, and I would have voted against her for that very reason, because this is a very important issue, and she, she's you know, treating it like she's a champion of, of this. But I think they're causing more confusion and problems for, for children especially, causing them to question things that they shouldn't, causing them to have emotional problems. And, of course, what I'm saying that I will be called uh, guilty of a hate crime from what I said right now, but, but that's my feeling. Well, I, I agree with you because, again, you can't, the politicians can't play the science. Science is science. You can't say this is because we legislate it makes it right. You can't legislate climate change. You can't legislate many things. To women, I don't care what they think their gender is, if they've got female apparatus, you can't legislate that they can have children because they're not going to have children. <laughs> I mean, it's, you mean if they have male apparatus? Yeah. No. Well, even female, two female apparatus. Well, right. They're not going to have it either. They right. can't have children either. And that's not something you can legislate. Oh, yes, they can have children. They can have children because you can't legislate science. Right. Science right. is absolute on things once you figure out what that absolute is. I mean, it's very I, I would just say this. Uh, I've heard Dr. Ben Carson and another uh, person whose name I don't remember, a, a, a doctor who had been involved in sex changes. This was several years ago, but he, he stopped doing, the doctor stopped doing these operations because he found that the emotional problems that had been manifest before the sex change did not go away. And he he was convinced he was not actually helping, that it was hurting. And uh, so maybe a doctor would say it better, and maybe there's some errors in the way I've said it. But I'm very concerned about this for my family, my grandchildren, and others. And and this is a big issue. We're going to hear more about it. But again, just to bring this to a conclu conclusion, in the public discussion of this, no mention was made of this Supreme Court case. My point is, I think this Supreme Court case is causing some of the problem. And until someone challenges it in this basic way, it's it's going to remain a problem. I And I actually think there is a majority who would prevent the expansion of this Bostock versus Clayton case to prevent they they would not allow it to stop uh, separating men from women's restrooms. Well, th that's so much for our discussion today. I appreciate you joining us. Remember, the liberties we enjoy in America can be maintained only when its citizens are moral and informed participants in the democratic processes. The closing argument helps you do this. I invite, invite you to visit, visit my website at cpaulsmith.com. We'll see you next time. This is Paul Smith.